Welcome to Federal Insights, sponsored by Salesforce. Here's today's moderator, Tom Temin. Welcome and thanks for joining us. My guest today is Casey Coleman. She's the Senior Vice President for Digital Transformation for the Global Public Sector at Salesforce. Casey, great to have you here. Tom, so good to see you again. Thank you. And it's great speaking with you because you do have the federal workforce experience background in your own history, and now you're looking at it from the vendor side. And the whole issue today is that customer experience turned in on agencies so that their employees have a decent experience with all of the hybrid work, which we believe is going to pretty much be a permanent situation. So how would you describe the current state of government agencies, government organizations, Are they good with what they're offering their employees at this point? Well, Tom, this is such an important topic, and I I feel it very personally. As you said, I I did spend 12 years in the federal government. I was with GSA at the time. And now from this seat, I can see that it's a challenging situation to provide a really good customer employee experience. Treating employees like customers remains very challenging for federal agencies. And there's a lot of good reasons for that that are are challenging to overcome. They're dealing with systems that are um, old and hard to update and processes that are very um, highly regulated. But that being said, the government is competing for talent with the private sector and looking for the same kind of commercial skill sets that industry is. And so it's important to pay attention to these things, to be able to recruit and retain talent and to give employees the tools that they need to do the mission. So they're not focused on paperwork and administrative processes, but they're on the front lines helping fulfill the mission of their organization. So what are the challenges the government is facing? They're trying to compete for talent with the private sector. Is it strictly a technology issue or is it maybe a process issue and just what it looks like to be onboarded in a federal setting, which I imagine can be cumbersome depending on where you go? It can be. And part of the challenge is that there are so many different processes. If you look at just the recruiting and onboarding process, you need to do things like go through a background check, which is handled by one organization. If you're uh, in the interview process, then you need to go through that process, which is handled in a different place, usually in the Chico's organization. And then if you are going to get an offer, there's um, other checks that have to be performed. You have to ultimately get a badge and get um, equipment issued. And all of these are handled by different departments. And so part of the challenge is creating an integrated experience so that people know where they stand in the process and they don't find that they're lost in the system and ultimately go somewhere else because the other organization could respond faster. So it's about creating an integrated experience, giving people transparency, giving them the ability to know where they stand at any time and being responsive and communicative and meeting them where they are so that you're you're creating an engaging uh, experience and giving them a, a, a positive first impression of your organization. The implication of what you say is that the government has to integrate its own systems in the back end because very often the Chico office and the hiring bureau might be disconnected or using disparate systems. And so not only can the 
prospective employee not find out what's going on with his or her application, but maybe different elements in the chain of the government don't even know what's going on. That That's true, Tom. That's a great point. And so you're talking about needing to connect systems with important data that has to be used in a cross-organizational way and connecting people so that they can collaborate across departmental boundaries. And the good news, though, is that this is not require, does not require a three-year modernization project. This is not the kind of big bang thing that is never actually going to deliver results. We've seen organizations be very successful in starting small and taking one part of the process and collapsing those systems and creating a modern experience. Uh, we've worked with one military customer where they collapsed over a hundred systems now into their single platform for recruiting and onboarding. And now people in this organization can do things like uh, submit a fitness report on their mobile device where they you know, take a fitness test and record the results, can submit that with their phone. And in the past, that was a paper process that had to be filled out in the office and collected online. And just the ability to do things from a mobile device and do them once with uh, information that doesn't have to be re-entered every single time, it creates an amazingly positive experience. And, and people can get back to the mission and away from the paperwork. So the impression of the government as employer then really begins before the government is your employer. Absolutely. It's, it begins when you start to look and, and consider different employers and people have choices. Uh, as you know, talented people can go different places. And so um, the government uh, needs to, and, and departments and agencies need to be thinking about this from the point of view of, from the outside in, from the point of the view of the person they're recruiting and thinking about the journey that they undergo not only through the recruiting and onboarding process, but then everyday services. Because if you are a, a government employee, there's a lot of different processes you have to participate in. Things like the annual ethics training, uh, security awareness training, um, and, and things like the combined federal campaign and participating in the uh, thrift savings plan, 401k. All of these are different important processes that you need to have easy access to self-service, uh, the ability to get to them when you are ready and to be able to work from a hybrid environment. So you can do them online, you can do them in person, the records are up to date and they're available anytime, anywhere. And what you've been discussing, you could call the connected employee experience and connected can take two forms. One, simply having integrated systems, as you described, so that all of these processes make sense and can be executed in a cogent way. But then there's also connected in the sense of, this is a good place to be. They care about me, and therefore I care about the work, that level of connectedness. And maybe discuss how the two interplay. It's, it's We've learned time and time again that engaged employees are effective and more effective and engaged employees deliver better mission outcomes and better citizen service. It, there's, study after study has shown this, and this is one reason why the annual best places to work survey is so important. Uh, the one that's uh, issued by the Partnership for Public Service and, and OPM has surveys as well. And those scores really have a lot to say about how well agencies are taking care of their employees. And the ones that are delivering the most connected experience 
not only through systems and through processes, but also through leadership and culture. This is a multifaceted issue and it really involves leadership from the top down to set the tone, to create an expectation of, of employee engagement, and then to deliver on it through the systems and through the personnel and procedures that support it. Because sometimes people walk into an organization, whether public or private, and even if they had a good experience with being hired and onboarding, they get there and, oh my gosh, this technology is outdated. The carpets are dirty, whatever the case might be. Everybody's nasty. Whatever the case might be, the issue is how do you maybe match what they encounter once they arrive with what it is they encountered on the way to arriving? And that integration then kind of works horizontally too. That's right. And I, I used to joke when I was in the government that the system should be doing the work for us, but too often we are doing the work for them with feeding them data and moving information from one to another. So it really ought to be the reverse that the systems that we use make our lives and our work easier and better. And we've been able to help customers in the government do that very thing. And some of it relates to the same experience that I've had here at Salesforce. Uh, all of the, everything we have is integrated. There's not multiple logins and multiple passwords for different systems. It's all available in a self-service portal. So when I want to log in, for example, to um, uh, log the volunteer time that I've done with the local dog shelter, which counts toward how much volunteer time I'm, I'm accruing for, uh, for this year, it's very easy to do. And I can do it from my, from my mobile phone. Yeah, sure. In fact, you probably remember there are agencies, you know, when you were GSA, these kinds of topics came to you then, and I'm sure they come to you at Salesforce. There are software stacks in some agencies where literally people log on and then go get coffee for 20 minutes before everything loads and they're able to work. So there's a big technical component too, isn't there, to having that connected experience and saying, wow, this is where I want to be. Oh, absolutely. The, the connected experience is, is within grasp. I just want to continue to make that point that it's not only the kind of thing that a, a modern technology company can do, but, but departments and agencies and organizations can do the same because with digital cloud services platforms like Salesforce, the, you can start small, you can solve a problem quickly with an agile approach, uh, you can then move beyond that. Uh, for example, when, when COVID broke out, um, one of our uh, customers who's a, a cabinet agency needed to very quickly start to issue um, shift tracking to their employees so they could ultimately know who had been involved if there was a uh, exposure to COVID. So they, within a few days, were able to launch an application on our platform so people could log their shifts and they could then start to analyze the data to see who had been on a certain shift in a certain location when there had been an exposure and from them be able to notify people so that they could uh, limit the exposure. And being able to do that in a matter of, of hours or days is now kind of the new normal. So it, it they're using low code platforms with configuration, it clicks, not code and being able to have a single platform that you can use over and over again for different applications. So it's already integrated. 
Uh, these are the kind of capabilities that are available out of the box now that really contribute to a materially better employee experience. All right. Great example. On that note, we'll take a short break. My guest is Casey Coleman. She's the Senior Vice President for Digital Transformation for the Global Public Sector at Salesforce. I'm Tom Temin. You're listening to this discussion, Federal Insights Employee Experience, sponsored by Salesforce here on federalnewsnetwork.com. Salesforce is the number one CRM bringing the public sector and customers together in the digital age. The Salesforce Customer 360 for Public Sector is an integrated platform for public services that brings mission-critical capabilities to life, enabling relationship management, case management, team collaboration, integration, analytics and business intelligence, engagement and outreach, and modern application development, both within Salesforce and for third parties. For more information, please visit salesforce.com government. Welcome back to Federal Insights Employee Experience, sponsored by Salesforce here on Federal News Network. My guest today is Casey Coleman. She's the Senior Vice President for Digital Transformation for the Global Public Sector at Salesforce, and I'm Tom Temin, your moderator. And before the break, we were talking about the idea of the modernized, connected employee experience. Let's go through some of the steps that agencies should take to modernize the experience they offer employees. As I said earlier, Tom, this is a issue that is grounded in technology and the art of the possible with what digital cloud platforms can now do. But it also involves thinking about processes differently, really thinking from the outside in, from the point of view of the end user, whether that end user is a customer, a citizen, a resident, or a constituent, or if that user is an employee, they're a customer as well. And so thinking about the journey that they go on and the process that is the connected processes that help them to get their work done and help them fulfill the mission. And then beyond that, issues of culture and of leadership are really important because these are the kind of things that leaders set the tone and they establish the priorities and creating an environment where people can do their best work is one of the most important things a leader can do. And so I, I don't want to leave that part out. It really is, at the end of the day, a, a critical leadership responsibility. And you see in the survey results of most engaged employees that it is a priority that the, the culture and the leadership come around and support. But oh, go right ahead. Well, I was going to say, if the top leadership does have that desire to engage, that yeah. tends to filter down in the way that other people their attitudes toward incoming employees and towards one another, as well as towards maybe the investments and the way they tailor their systems to carry that out, that vision of high engagement. Fair it to say? Yeah, it does. Uh, leadership creates an environment where these kind of initiatives can flourish. And so I, I want to think for a minute about not just the employee onboarding experience and the employee service experience, but also the mission delivery experience. Almost anything you do as a government worker involves collaborating with someone else, oftentimes across organizational boundaries and in different departments. And historically, that has been really hard to do. And so we have defaulted to the universal thing that everyone has, which is email or sometimes shared drives. But what we're working with customers to do now is a digital headquarters concept where you can collaborate easily, seamlessly, and, and in, a, in a way that is connected across organizational boundaries. 
And so, for example, if you need to um, connect with others in your horizontal community, in the CIO community or the Chico community, uh, you have the ability now to, to do that and to work across those boundaries. And so that's, that's the kind of thing that is uh, enabled by systems, but it also involves understanding that, that collaboration, case management, um, uh, records management, all of these kind of things can be sped up, improved, and delivered in a way that's personal, that's integrated, and connected. And that sounds especially important now when people are not gathered under one roof commuting and parking and going into a building, but they could be anywhere. So in a sense, that emphasizes the virtual space, whether it's within the agency or, as you point out, cross-agency or multi-agency collaboration, those spaces that are virtual take front and center over whether the person happens to be at a cubicle in an agency or at a dining room table at home. We are not going back to the office the way we were three years ago, that absolutely has fundamentally changed. And I think it's a, it's a positive development. It means that we can um, get talented people who can live and work from anywhere. And it starts to create opportunity for uh, historically underserved markets, places where people can now contribute to their communities in different ways and still work for the government. And But it also, means that the hybrid workforce is now the status quo. So people who have made that pivot already are seeing the benefits and those who are still in the middle of that pivot, uh, fortunately can move quickly. It doesn't, again, doesn't take a long time. You've got to start with the end in mind and take a small segment of a project and deliver it quickly. The other thing that has changed is agile development and agile and secure platform oriented development where you can put out a MVP, a minimal viable product and let people start to use it and let them give you feedback and then start to move forward from there and not wait until uh, years have elapsed to hopefully put something into production. And that points to something that sounds mundane, but really gets to the heart of the whole matter. And that is forms, because the government, no less than any other sector, is forms driven, whether it's SF-86 and you've got 150 pages of questions or whatever it is to take to be onboarded or to create a memorandum of agreement, a million use cases. But the government seems behind in forms digitization, which would just seem to open up lots of vistas for improving everyone's experience. So what about forms and documents? Forms is a great example of where the cloud can play a decisively improved role. You're right, everything in the government comes down to forms. And if you look at just the hiring process uh, at one agency, we found that they had four different forms that required virtually the same information. And it was have, it had to be re-entered over and over again because these forms didn't share the underlying data. And so we, we worked with them to automate those forms, to break them down into the components and the information only had to be entered once. And then it could be used in workflows and automated and create an experience that is on the user's end, seamless and personalized. And I wanna add that these forms contain important personally identifiable information, PII. And so for that purpose, the 
our GovCloud is the perfect solution. We have partnered with Amazon Web Services with AWS to run a government-specific enclave so that the information is secure, it's FedRAMP high certified, it has the scale, the speed, and the security that you need as a government employee to make sure that that information is protected and that those forms can be used confidently and knowing that the information is secure. And of course, employees come to organizations with a heightened sense of the value and and the need to protect their own data now. I think that's kind of part of the atmosphere. And one of the other issues that came to the fore during the early part of COVID when people were forced to telework, but as you say, it's going to stick around, that's the whole idea of training and wellness. I remember one agency realized that people were under stress because they were not in the office and everyone was learning this new mode of work which has become routine now. So she, as the Chico for a large department, instituted a variety of wellness programs that were also virtual, but nevertheless could maybe they felt relieve the stress. And then there's the training issue and government always cuts training because training involved travel and being in person. All of that is totally obsolete. So maybe comment briefly on the training and wellness piece of this whole connected experience, this whole, platform-based way of working. It is amazing how creative people have become through COVID to create strategies and tactics to, remember this is a marathon, not a sprint. Even though we've been in multiple sprints as we've dealt with changing conditions through this pandemic, you still can't burn out. You've got to keep going. And so, uh, for example, one of the programs that uh, Salesforce has launched, which has been super helpful, is a um, it's called Be Well, and they bring in different experts every week for a 30-minute virtual segment. It's open to the public to talk about nutrition and sleep and managing stress and managing blurred boundaries between work and home, because as good as hybrid work can be, it also means that the boundary between work and, and home life has, has blurred, and so you need new strategies for that, and so there's now we have the ability to deliver these kind of um, personalized bite-sized tactics that help people with very practical ways to address wellness and resiliency over the long term. All right. So in the couple of minutes we have left your best advice for agencies that want to get started or to accelerate their move toward a modernized employee experience. I think the first thing to do is to start with the end user in mind, start with the employee in mind and think about their experience and and consider a digital cloud services platform, tackle a small part of the project first. Maybe it is the recruiting and onboarding process. Maybe it is the employee services and all of the different integrated services that they need. But then a, a, a small team can make a big impact quickly. It doesn't take a huge organization. It doesn't take a lot of time, but it does take focus. It takes some leadership and it takes the right technology partners to help bring it to life and realize it quickly. So it's not just an IT function or just a personnel or human capital function, but really it's an all of agency effort, sounds like. It is really a cross-functional pr- project. It is, it, as I said, it doesn't have to be a big team, but it needs to involve the right functions who can bring their organization's viewpoint in and connect the dots for the employees. All right. Well spoken. I want to thank today's guest, Casey Coleman, as the Senior Vice President for Digital Transformation for 
Global Public Sector at Salesforce. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. I'm Tom Temin. This is Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, please visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Salesforce. Thank you for listening to Federal Insights, sponsored by Salesforce on Federal News Network.